This is a Podcast 225 production. Welcome to the We Be Our Podcast, Women Empowering Baton Rouge. This podcast is an initiative of Mayor Sharon Westenbroom's Women's Advancement Commission. Welcome. This is Mayor Sharon Weston Broom, and you are listening to the We Be Our Podcast, an initiative of my Women's Advancement Commission. Our show will air the first and third Wednesday of each month, and we invite you to listen and subscribe to our podcast by visiting podcast225.com or by listening through the Apple Podcast app. Today, I am joined by my co-host, Yao Zhang, a Women's Advancement Commission member, photographer, and a member of the Physics and Astronomy Department at LSU. Thank you, Mayor Broom. It's a pleasure to be here and to serve as part of the commission. Our guest today is Alice Miller. Before her retirement this September, Alice was the CFO of the Kim Miller Law Firm. The firm has 165 lawyers, 120 staff, six office locations in Louisiana, and two in Texas. Alice joined the firm 26 years ago, shortly after she and her husband moved to Baton Rouge from Singapore. Alice was born and raised in Hong Kong, obtained her bachelor's degree in business administration at Simon Fraser University in Vancouver. Canada. She later obtained her MBA at LSU while working full-time at K-Miner. Alice was recognized by Business Report in 2002 as one of the most influential women in business. Welcome, Alice. Well, thank you. Yeah, I am so delighted to have you uh, here, Alice. Um, I know we just captured a snapshot of your um, your life, your professional life, and just with that uh, snapshot, it certainly promotes uh, a very high interest in terms of your life and your journey. So we learned a little bit um, that you came to Baton Rouge uh, from Singapore. So enlarge about on that and tell us about your journey a little bit more in coming to Baton Rouge. Well, thank you, Mayor. Um, my husband, Richard, was a chemical engineer from New York. We met each other in Hong Kong when we both were working at Exxon. Oh. After we were married, a new assignment took us to Singapore. Uh, we were there for two years, and during that time, my husband continued his career with Exxon while I was the office and accounting manager for a mid-sized law firm before moving to Baton Rouge in 1993. I consider myself extremely fortunate to find employment two weeks after moving here. Mm-hmm. I joined the Key Miller Law Firm and had worked there for 26 glorious years. <laughs> <laughs> well, first as the accounting supervisor, then as the controller, and as the firm continued to grow from 30 to 165 lawyers, I became the firm's first CFO. Now, even though I had been to the U.S. before, living here and working here really required quite a bit of adjustment. Mm -hmm. Now, give you some examples. Um, Getting a driver's license, finding a church, Mm -hmm. picking doctors, dentists, 
hairdressers, <laughs> where to shop, and also to make some new friends. Yeah. And at work, you know, my accounting experience certainly was very helpful. But many things about the U.S. system they were new to me, like 401k plan management, mm-hmm. payroll tax rules, IRS regulations, tax reportings, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Now, amazingly and thankfully, people in Bainbridge are just so friendly and warm. When they learned that I came from the other side of the world, mm-hmm. they extended welcomes and offered help and friendship. My bosses and coworkers—they are very professional and collaborative. I never felt that I was a foreigner or outsider. They often seek out my point of view and unique a- angle. I think it's just because you know I come from a different background. Yes. And um, when you feel that you are bringing value to the table, that truly makes works more fun and engaging. Mm-hmm. And within three years, I gave birth to our daughter Jasmine and a son Justin. So before I knew it, I have spent more of my lifetime now in Baton, Baton Rouge mm-hmm. than in Hong Kong. Yeah, this is where I call home now. Yeah, you know we have a similar story. Um, I didn't come from. Hong Kong, but we both <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> so I love what you said. You know, when you said you've spent more time here now than you have there, and that's my story as well. I came here uh, now. It's been forty years I've oh been here in gosh. Baton Rouge, and so while I grew up in Chicago, um, um, I've spent most of my adult life here, and uh, I call this my home. This is my home, and wow. I don't, when I. Th- when I think of um, the uh, time I spent here, it's been uh, the best, uh, certainly, years of my life. Uh, uh, now, I, you know, there are probably people, this won't go out in Chicago, but there are probably people <laughs> in Chicago that say, what do you mean that? Well, you we were part of your life. I had friends, the high school, and all that stuff like that. But and, uh, let me put it like this. Let's rephrase it. Y'all, I have had the best of both worlds. Now, that's what I'm talking about. I've had the best of both worlds. And so uh, when I hear your story, it's a lot of similarities. I fell in love with the people here in Baton Rouge. I love everybody. So hospitable and, uh, you know, the culture, the food. Who could ask for anything more? A very unique place in America. And so uh, just listening in terms of how you um, um, worked at Keene Miller, how you made the journey uh, there and how your profession evolved is is so insightful and I know encouraging uh, to others as well. So you had a stellar career at Keene Miller. Now, right now you, you are in... Uh, retirement? Yes, I just retired in September. Okay. Yes. And um, since you've retired, what does retirement look like oh, for you? It's, <laughs> it's, it's better than I thought. Oh, <laughs> tell us more. <laughs> well, you know, some very simple things like, you know, when you wake up in a beautiful light days yeah, like that, uh-huh. um, you can decide to just, okay, I can go run in the park, uh-huh. take my dogs out. Yeah. Or call one of my friends yeah. and have lunch. Yeah. So you have multiple choices instead of like, okay, how can I squeeze uh-huh. in some time yeah. to enjoy this beautiful yeah. weather? Would you ever consider going back into the workforce? Um, right now, you know, I have been really exploring the volunteer service. Okay. 
Well, actually, you know, I have been really talking to Mayor's office, you know, yeah. Dr. Jones, yeah. uh, about, about the International commission. Relations yeah. Commission, right? Uh, which I think that you know is just so amazing That's and great. impactful. Yeah. So I look forward to really great. you know trying to get involved okay. in some more meaningful projects. That's like that. wonderful. We'd love to have you a part of that, and we may have some other things you can help us with there too, <laughs> with your background as a CFO. So, what is one of the greatest lessons you've learned in your career? Well, this is really interesting. You know, I remember um, Ruth Ginsburg. Uh, the Supreme Court Justice once said, very often in lives, things that you regard as impediment turn out to be great good fortune. In my case, many difficult situations, personal challenges in the past turn out to be my growth moments, mm. which prepare me for better opportunities. Mm -hmm. I remember in year 2000, my husband was diagnosed with cancer. Mm. At that time, Jasmine was only six, Mm. And Justin was four. Not knowing what the future holds, we decided that it would be better for me to get my MBA. The courses were rigorous, mm -hmm. even more challenging while holding a full-time position. Mm -hmm. I remember many nights I doze off at my desk while doing homework or oh. preparing for exams mm -hmm. after putting the kids to bed. Wow. And I also remember my dear husband would bring the, the kids to LSU to meet mm -hmm. me for lunch so that we can spend more time together. Oh, wow. The, the MBA taught me to set clear goals, better time management, and be a more strategic thinker. But more, most important of all, I learned to appreciate the love, support, and encouragement for my husband and my mother. Wow. And I also learned to be present for every moment that I can get to spend with my kids. Oh, that's wow. wonderful. Now, you talk about some great life lessons. That's really powerful. In fact, those uh, points that you um, uh, focused on, I certainly want to make sure that I embrace them. I'm going to revisit them. Uh, what are you most proud of, Alice? Well, that is going to be another long story. <laughs> <laughs> now, my parents, they both escaped to Hong Kong from China okay. during the communist takeover mm -hmm. in 1949. So neither one of them were able to complete their high school education. So their biggest lifetime dream was to provide college education for me and my two younger siblings. Mm -hmm. Sadly, a year after I started my college, my father suffered from a massive stroke and became disabled. Because my father was the only income earner of the family, we immediately faced many financial difficulties. Being the oldest kid in the family, my thought was to quit school to work and support mm -hmm. my family. Mm -hmm. But my mother encouraged me to stay on. With the additional hardship she took on, I was able to complete my bachelor degree in a bit over two years. I immediately started working to support my family. Now, my younger brother and sister, they also share the same level of determination and discipline. They both successfully completed their college education. So together, we're the first generation college graduates of our family. I'm immensely proud of my parents for this great accomplishment, and I'm very grateful for their sacrifices. Now, my husband and I are also very proud of Jasmine and Justin. They both are determined, hardworking, 
thoughtful and caring individuals. Jasmine was born in 94. She graduated from Barrage High, which is an excellent school. <laughs> she received a scholarship and studied at Boston University. She graduated with a master's degree in economics and international relations. She is now working for UCLA as an economic researcher mm -hmm. with a focus in poverty reduction in wow. Africa. Wow. Justin is 22. He also graduated from Banridge High. He completed his bachelor degree in business administration. Justin is a second year student at the LSU Law Center. His goal is to graduate with a law degree and an MBA. Awesome. Well, I tell you, you talk about uh, one of the themes and threads I heard uh, throughout that it is determination. You know, I, 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 I saw as you spoke it, I could see the determination and hear it throughout your story. And what a story. You know, I believe that people, that's why I love this podcast, because I believe people need to hear our stories and our narratives. They can read information in a book, but when you are uh, attempting to uh, accomplish a goal, and sometimes it seems like uh, you might grow weary in trying to accomplish that goal. When you hear somebody else's story of mm -hmm. perseverance and determination, just like Alice, you shared about your parents and your and your siblings and your children, it encourages the listener. And so, uh, and I think what people find out as well is that there are so many similarities. When I heard your story, I could pull pieces out and just, that reminds me of, of my parents, you know, and that, that reminds me of, of what happened in my family. And so that also unites us. Yes. You know, that unites us as, as, as individuals. And so what, what a great story. Um, what advice do you have for other women who may be pursuing uh, professional goals or may just be trying to live their best life? You know, what I heard you also say was being present in the moment. Yes. You know, that is so important. I'm working on that myself because... I re recognize uh, that every day is a gift. And uh, even though you may be working hard and you've got goals you're trying to accomplish, you've got to be cognizant of living in that moment, Absolutely. you know, and being present, I guess I should say, in the moment, making the most out of it. What is what's happening here with me at this present time? And what can I contribute, you know, to to not only my life, but the life of someone else. Yes. Uh, so what advice, and based on what you've shared already, I know you have some good advice for women. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know, you know. Um, I so agree with you. Sometimes mm. we're really overthinking the problem. Oh, yes. And we stop ourselves before we even mm. get started. Mm -hmm. You know, that I think... Puppy, yes. women, we're always yeah. the victim. I'm raising of, my hand on that. Sometimes yes. I think I overthink this. <laughs> right. And the other thing, you know, I really truly believe that you need to believe in yourself. Mm -hmm. You know, every one of us. We are always stronger, braver, mm -hmm. smarter than we know. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it's those difficult moments that help us to discover mm -hmm. ourselves. Um, last month, I attended a breast cancer event. Mm -hmm. um, 
that in in that event, the cancer survivors uh, survivors were the models for some beautifully and artfully designed tops.、Mm-hmm. And at the end, all survivors、mm-hmm. were invited to the stage. When I saw so many survivors, I was completely overwhelmed. To see so many women of、mm-hmm. all ages that had、mm-hmm. to face this devastating disease,、mm-hmm. but in the same token, it is also in- inspiring to see them overcome、mm-hmm. this hardship、mm-hmm. and celebrate life with a deeper appreciation.、Mm-hmm. So you know, I really encourage every one of us, you know, to look back.、Mm-hmm. There are some pivot moments in our、mm-hmm. life that we learn that we are capable、mm-hmm. of making good decisions.、Mm-hmm. If we anchor in those moments and have absolute、mm-hmm. confidence in ourselves,、mm-hmm. I believe that sky is our limit. That's right. That's right. The sky can indeed be the limit. <laughs> oh, this has been so good. So, as you think about、uh, our time together today,、uh, Alice, what what words of wisdom would you like to leave our listeners with? You've shared so much. Oh, I don't have any, but I keep tapping, you know, from other people's wisdom. Now, I would like to share with you, you know, that we have an age-old Chinese saying、mm-hmm. that it says, "Respect any elders as your own elders, Ooh, and、good. nurture the young as your own young."、Mm-hmm. Now, I would like to tweak it a little and ask all listeners to dignify any elderly women. Like your own mother and grandmother. Oh, that's so good. And respect, help, and encourage other women like they are your own sisters and daughters. Oh, that's so good. Powerful. Now, I also want to extend special kudos to Mayor Brooms.、Oh. You know, for your special effort in building a community of equity and inclusion. Oh, thank you.、Alice. I recently have the honor, you know, to see that your initiative in setting up the Women's Advancement Commission、mm-hmm. for this podcast,、mm-hmm. as well as the International Relations Commission.、Mm-hmm. These initiatives are visionary and impactful.、Mm-hmm. And through this series of podcasts, I get to hear so many amazing stories、yeah. of women I knew. So this is really great. Well, I tell you, what's been great is having you on the show today. <laughs> <laughs> this has been phenomenal, Alice. Now, Alice, you're going to have to.、Uh, when we go off the air, you can tell me those uh, uh, th- that wise counsel you had. I love that about how do you tr- the the proverb. Uh, the Chinese proverb and how you've、uh, translated it into your own proverb. I like that a lot. Thank you.、Uh, now I'm going to toss it to our friend Yao because she has the fun question today. Yeah. Before I talk about ask her about a fun question, I really want to tell、uh, Alice. I really appreciate. I you inspired me again. I know、mm-hmm. Alice more than ten years,、yes. and、uh, she always like my role model. I was, you know, when I come here, my English. I only know a little bit of English, very limited. I even, I can. I said, I thought there there were like twenty twenty four alphabets. <laughs> so my husband always laughed about me. I was so,、um, you know, I thought I I cannot do that much. I I never imagined I can go back to school and get my PhD degree. 
and you uh, did. I, yeah, <laughs> and uh, Alice really inspired me. And uh, when she was studied uh, uh, MBA in, in LSU, she had her husband got cancer, and she has two young kids, mm-hmm. and uh, she always do a lot of things in at the same time. And uh, she really inspired me. Always like my mentor. I appreciate you again. You inspired me again today. Well, thank you. Yeah, I have a fun question to ask you, Alice. <laughs> if you had a guest visiting Baton Rouge for 24 hours, where would you take them? Oh, I do have idea on the place. Now, if you come in from West Baton Rouge while on the bridge, mm-hmm. you look on your right-hand side, there is a futuristic building that's, that is sitting above the river. This is one of the buildings that hosts the world-class research center for the study of coastal erosion and restoration. That's right. <laughs> Due to our very unique geographic location, there is really no better place than Banridge to have this. I can't wait to showcase this state-of-the-art innovative research center to our visitors. Baton Rouge is the special place. Yeah. Well, the other place that I would like to take them to is the LSU Tiger Stadium. <laughs> that is such an impressive place yeah. that brings us all together That's and right. cheer on for our very own LSU team. Mm-hmm. Well, especially the coming weekend, go Tiger. That's right. That's right. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Well, that's wonderful. Alice, this has been such a refreshing and meaningful and insightful interview. I want to thank you for uh, participating and joining us today. It's very memorable. And to our listeners, thank you for tuning in to the We BR podcast, an initiative of my Women's Advancement Commission. Our show will air the first and third Wednesday of each month. We invite you to listen and subscribe to our podcast by visiting podcast225.com or by listening through the Apple Podcast app. Thanks for listening to the We BR Podcast, Women Empowering Baton Rouge. This podcast is an initiative of Mayor Sharon Weston Broom's Women's Advancement Commission. Podcast225.com.